You're listening to Arc Reactor, concentrated reviews and analysis of all things MCU. Way back in October of 2014, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige took to the stage at the El Capitan Theatre to host a unique event in cinema history. Not quite a screening, not quite a press conference, not quite a convention panel, just an event. Fans and media alike were treated to a new trailer for the then upcoming Avengers Age of Ultron. In-person glimpses of some of the MCU's biggest stars, a major casting announcement and, as the centrepiece of the event, an official announcement of titles and release dates for the entirety of Phase 3 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The whole thing's still up on YouTube, by the way, in case you've ever wanted to see a packed theatre losing its collective minds over what is essentially just a PowerPoint presentation. I heartily recommend it. Anyway... Since that announcement, there have been a few changes to the schedule. Back then, talks were still ongoing with Sony to bring Spider-Man back into the MCU fold, and the success of Ant-Man was far from a foregone conclusion. Thus, the addition of what we're now going to have to call Spider-Man Homecoming, whether we like it or not, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, has forced a few other movies to shuffle around in the schedule. One such casualty was in Humans, Originally intended to drop between parts 1 and 2 of Avengers Infinity War, that slot incidentally has now been taken up by Captain Marvel. Since then, it has been unceremoniously tacked on to the end of Phase 3, perhaps serving in part as an epilogue to Infinity War. Well, even that distant date now looks to be in jeopardy, as Marvel have officially announced that Inhumans no longer has an official release date. This is disappointing, if not altogether surprising, news. Despite some solid groundwork on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in building up the Inhumans mythos, plus a conscious attempt by Marvel Comics to bolster the brand across multiple titles, Inhumans is such a weird, obscure property that it was always going to be something of a hard sell. Sure, there are obvious parallels with the X-Men. In both cases, ordinary people discover they carry some unusual quirk of genetics and find themselves bestowed with strange powers and surprising physical transformations. But whereas X-Men pitches itself as an accessible allegory for the struggle for equality in a hostile world, Inhumans weaves in aspects of space opera and political drama, concerning itself primarily with the power struggles pertaining to the Inhuman royal family who, uh, live on the moon? I did say it was pretty weird. Marvel's announcement has provoked rampant speculation in some quarters that this is an indication of some kind of deal with Fox to bring X-Men into the MCU, a la Sony and Spider-Man. Marvel has been pitching in humans as the X-Men of the MCU. Marvel drops in humans from the slate. Ergo, Marvel has the rights back for the X-Men. So goes the logic. That all seems a little bit far-fetched to me, though. For one, Fox's 
X-Men movies continue to make money hand over fist and garner pretty decent reviews to boot. Secondly, Marvel already has oodles of established characters and many, many more waiting in the wings. A sudden influx of mutants would make the whole project utterly unwieldy. In short, it is in both companies' interests right now that the rights for X-Men stay exactly where they are. Others have been suggesting that it is somehow connected to Kevin Feige's personal beef with Marvel Entertainment CEO Ike Perlmutter. Now, I don't want to get too bogged down in that here, but the very, very short version is that Perlmutter used to be Feige's boss, but a while after Disney's acquisition of Marvel, they separated out Marvel Studios, which is solely concerned with the production of the MCU movies, and is run by Feige, from Marvel Entertainment, and thus Feige is now reporting directly to Disney bigwigs rather than to Perlmutter. This was done, so it said, in an effort to give Feige more creative freedom to shape the movies as he saw fit without any interference from Perlmutter. But as Marvel Studios does not produce either the network TV or Netflix shows, Perlmutter remains ostensibly in charge of the entire TV side of the MCU. That's the short version anyway. I'll include a link in the show notes if you want to read some more detail on that whole saga. Anyway, with this context in mind, the current speculation is that Perlmutter was the one pushing Inhumans as an alternative to mutants. By making the Inhumans the new X-Men, they would essentially be siphoning off that sweet, sweet X-Men money from Fox and keeping it for themselves. And because Perlmutter was the one pushing Inhumans, it was he, not Feige, that really wanted to see an Inhumans movie to bolster the work being done on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and in the comics. So now that Feige is able to call the shots when it comes to the movie slate, bye-bye Inhumans. Well, it's a theory for sure. But it's based on so many assumptions that I almost don't know where to begin. The most crucial one for me is the assumption that Perlmutter is some sort of TV equivalent to Feige, which is simply not the case. Feige has a large hand in the creative decisions made in the films of the MCU. You could argue that the series as a whole is more or less his vision. He's a kind of unique figure in that respect, an auteur producer of sorts. Perlmutter is a businessman. The actual overarching creative decisions in Marvel TV are in the hands of Jeff Loeb, a film, TV and comics writer and longtime Marvel contributor. Ultimately, we have no way of knowing whose decision it was to put in humans on the movie slate or introduce them on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the idea that it was somehow against Kevin Feige's express wishes just doesn't ring true to me. For what it's worth, I think this decision is nothing more than an indication of just how tough a nut to crack an Inhumans movie actually is. The source material is surreal, grandiose and utterly daft, but in order to work it has to be treated with absolute unerring sincerity. I have faith that Marvel Studios could, and perhaps one day will, produce a brilliant Inhumans movie, but from the get-go its place in the schedule has always looked a tad more vulnerable than, say, Black Panther or Captain Marvel. So I get it. I get why the decision was made. I really do. But if that's the sole reason, or even if there is more to it, either way, it makes me kind of sad. As a staunch defender of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ever since the epic ship writing that took place in the back end of season one, 
I have loved the way they have slowly introduced Inhumans into the show. They've played the X-Men parallels hard, for sure, and given us only the tiniest glimpses of the weird alien hierarchy aspect, but the intention has clearly always been, in part, to set things up for a forthcoming Inhumans movie. It was so exciting when it all clicked into place in Season 2, barely weeks after that aforementioned Phase 3 announcement at the El Capitan Theatre, they were already dropping terminology like Inhumans, Kree and Terrigenesis. It was a mind-blowing affirmation that Marvel Studios was fully committed to playing the long game. That's still more or less the case, of course, but this news is a painful little reminder that, like it or not, change is inevitable. Like the Inhumans, it's down to us fans to embrace the change and accept things for what they are, not what they could have been. I'm David Edwards, and this has been Arc Reactor. Thanks very much for listening. See you again soon.